Before we start, you should know that there's several different ways that you can work with me as your mentor, as your coach, as your guide. So if you vibe with me and if you resonate with the way that I think about and my perspective on business, on motherhood, on spirituality, and the intersection of all of these categories of life, there are various ways that we can work together. So there's a link in the show notes that will take you to all of my current offerings. And if you have any questions or you're not sure what's right for you, reach out to me. I'm easy to find on the interwebs. You can send me an email, you can send me an Instagram DM, and I can't wait to hear from you. I'm very excited because this is my first business birth story of 2024. My kids went back to school today, so I'm easing my way back in with one of my favorite humans ever, and I'm excited to introduce her. We've been talking about this for months, and Danette is a client-turned-friend, and I met you, I say like spring of 2023, maybe? I think I reached out to you April. It was end of March or April of last year. And we have talked... In the beginning, we talked once a week because we we ag- agreed to start working together for the second half of 23. But in the beginning, we just did weekly check-ins. So we talked weekly to stay in touch. And then we've talked almost every day for the last six months. Oh my God, I'm not crying. <laughs> I know, I know. And so you've become somebody who's incredibly special to me. And I'm very thrilled to share you with new people. And this is how you met me, right? You heard of an episode I did on, I don't even know what, and you listened to the episode and reached out to me and we started talking and the rest, this is so corny, right? But like the rest they say is history. Very first episode I listened to, I think I listened, I'll pull it together, don't worry. I think I listened to like 30 seconds or a minute of your podcast. I think it was like just the intro. And then you came in and the, and the subject, um, I don't remember exactly what it was. You were, it was so inspiring. And I was like, I have got to reach out to this woman. Cause in your intro, you talked about working in a private container and I was like, oh my God, I got to reach out. I got to see what all this is about. <laughs> and I was already in the space where I was looking for a business coach and you just like checked all the boxes because you were in birth. You or had been in birth. You were a business coach online and you know, you've given me so much in person, but you were a mother, you were a spiritual mentor, you had gifts, you know, you were intuitive, you, you know, just like check all of my boxes. So I had to, I had to jump in. Thank you. And can we say too, without sharing the private details, but the longer we worked together in private, the more common things we found that there was like the stuff that I shared on the, on that little clip that you heard, but then the longer we talked, we were like, oh my God, there was so much more that was connecting us that we wouldn't have known because I don't share it publicly or you don't share publicly, but we have so many of the, and I, I find that really fascinating. It also speaks volumes to like, when you know, you know, right. I don't mean to go off on a tangent here, but you know me, like I had, I used to talk about this. I should talk about it more that when you are considering working with somebody. It's like going back to college and you know, you kind of knew whether or not you were going to hang out with somebody within the first, I mean, you yeah. just knew like, <laughs> like, yeah, it could happen or no, it's never going to happen. Like you just knew. And I kind yeah. of feel like that when it's, when it comes to hiring people and working with other service providers, like you either just know, or sometimes you need more information, but you, your soul always knows, even if you're asking for more information, because both of us like information Anyway, I digress. I want to turn it over to you. This is Danette Siegel. Danette is a badass in every sense of the word. And I can't even begin to try to explain who you are and what you do um, without 
yeah, I'm going to let you do it and kick us off. Where are you at right now? What is your business? What is your mission? What are you doing? And then we can go back to like, well, what brought you here? So where are you now? Okay. So far, I'm way farther than I thought I would be in, I guess, almost two years. So two years ago, February, I I decided to change my whole life and jump into the birth world. And so what I currently am is I'm an intuitive and holistic birth doula. And so what that means is, like, what is a birth doula? Um, birth doula actually means like a woman servant. So I serve women and I serve families through the whole perinatal period. Perinatal is preconception, conception, uh, prenatal, postnatal, birth, postnatal, the whole thing um, from start to finish and then beyond because we're never finished. Once we birth our babies, we're still parents and we're still struggling and doing all the things. So I, my mission is to rewrite the story of birth. So my births changed my life and impacted me in such a powerful way that I, you know, when it came time for me to feel like, okay, what I need to do something different with my life. What is it? I just kept coming back to birth and I want to help women and families have the experience that I have essentially. And I want to help rewrite this, the story of birth, meaning like the way, the way we believe, like what we believe birth is and the way what society believes and tells us that the birth is supposed to look like, like, I want to rewrite all of that because a lot of what's out there and a lot of what we think is birth. It doesn't have to be that way. You know, birth can be beautiful and empowering and like, it can be the best experience of your life. It doesn't have to be super traumatic and like this awful thing that I think a lot of people end up walking away with birth with that experience. Um, so I'm here to help change that. And I do that by helping families empower themselves and helping women empower themselves to take back the birthing process. So instead of walking into the hospital or the birthing location and we handing over, handing over our power to the medical providers, uh, we're going to keep that power for ourselves. And I teach them how, and I teach that through mind and body preparation. I give a lot of education. We do, um, I'm body ready method certified, which means essentially I'm like a pelvic mechanic specialist. So I, I understand <laughs> the pelvis and I understand, you know, how the body works in a sense of like getting baby in a, a most optimum position for birthing. And then I have a lot of tools to help acutely in the birthing process but most importantly, lately, I've been really shifting and focusing on mind preparation for birth. I believe that mind or the mind birth is like 90, 95% mental and all of the stories and our belief system and, you know, what we've experienced before we bring all of this into our birth and then it comes up in our birth and it comes out in our birth experience and it can impact it in a great way. So I'm really, and I'm combining like all of my years and years and years, I'm like 15 years into my own healing journey. And so it's kind of all accumulating, accumulating right now. It's, it's, I'm taking my, my experience and how to heal yourself, some different modalities that I'm getting into EFT tapping. I'm really branching into that. I intend to look into helping women heal their birth stories through these different modalities and bringing that into my practice 
and then combining that with some of the body prep stuff to really just stack the cards in your favor to have the birth that you're energetically aligned to get. So that's what I'm doing. So I provide prenatal support through education, through prenatals. I give my clients a lot of one-on-one support. I show up for the birth. I do the postnatal visits. It sounds so like I show up for the birth, but you, (laughs) you, you really put a lot of intention and energy and care into the families you work with. I mean, you are not checking boxes and it's really inspiring because I don't know that everybody works like that. You know, people who do work with you, the 22 names that we see behind you so far, well, those are just the babies, right? Yeah. Uh, are really, I want to say lucky because I don't know if it's luck. I think it was supposed to happen, right? But really um, blessed that they had you in their corner because you go deep, you go deep with it, which, you know, I love, I mean, I love going in everything um, and you go deep with them and it shows. Yeah. I am not superficial in any, <laughs> in any way. We, we, we always go really deep. And one thing I will say is like, you know, birth is wild. It's unpredictable. We can't control how our baby is born. But I do believe that we can still have a positive experience no matter how the baby is born. So I've had many different clients that don't get the picture of birth. Like it doesn't look like how they thought it was going to look or baby needs to be born by a cesarean birth or we have to use medical interventions that we didn't intend to use. But that to me does not mean we have to have a traumatic birth. I think if you ask any one of my clients they would tell you that they still had a very positive birth experience, even though birth didn't go the way that they thought it was going to look. So that's a testament to the mind preparation and also just being allowed to feel empowered and to be autonomous in their birth. I am a huge and fierce advocate for midwifery care. And so that's always what I am talking about and preaching and teaching people about is what is the midwifery model of care Choosing to work within the midwifery model of care is one of the big things that can shift, you know, having a midwife, having a doula, um, educating yourself, healing yourself, like all of these things are components that can lead to a very empowering birth experience. I love midwives. And I've seen you with the megaphone at the rally. Yes. A few months, several months ago. When was that? It was, it was still a really hot day. It was like the end of the summer. It might've been. September-ish time okay. frame. I'm yeah, going to be posting it up on my website. So you, everybody. Can oh, it is it. on your website? Not, not at the second, but it's about to be. So oh, okay. by, maybe by the time people hear this, it'll be up there in the, in the next month or so. I'm working on that blog page. Yeah. I've been waiting four months for the world to be able to see this because <laughs> when I got, I got so emotional. It was like, you can feel, you know, when people are really, um, when they walk the walk and talk the talk and they believe what they say and they they come to their business from that mission centered space, like you can feel it and it moves people. And you went to this rally and she got on the megaphone and was preaching. It was awesome. I mean, there was that motorcycle background that it was funny and I was like laughing and I was crying and I was like, God, oh, this is amazing. Um, I too love, love midwives. I only wish I'd known about midwifery care the first time around, but I had no idea. So I'm huge fan of everything you're doing, of course, to move this forward. 
my question too, that I want to share, I want you to share more for other people is right. Like we hear you talking and I am trying to act like I'm an audience member and I don't know all this stuff about you. Right. So if I were hearing this all, I would think, oh, she's always been, I know you said you're about 15 years into your own personal spiritual journey and healing journey, but like your past life, your corporate life before you got into doula work was very, it was more of that. Yeah. Like masculine energy, logistics, heavy on the brain thinking, right? Like not what I would imagine who you are today. So if you want to share, what were you doing for your life before? (laughs) And then you just switch. Commercial break. HoneyBook. I've got to tell you about HoneyBook. So I know what you might be thinking just because I have an online business and a podcast and I do a lot of this myself, that it must be super tech savvy. I'm not. I'm an elder millennial self-taught on all things technology. And one of the things that I found incredibly difficult in terms of technology is one of the big CRM systems. When I first got into this business, CRM is client relationship management, by the way, meaning you can send contracts, get virtual signatures, you can send invoices and lots of other things. The big one that rhymes with Tupsado, but starts with a D, I just could not get past the level of difficulty and complexity. So when somebody introduced HoneyBook to me, they had me at the option of doula when you're entering your information and you enter the kind of services that you provide. So for several years now, I've been using HoneyBook as my client relationship management system where I send contracts, send invoices, and manage those one-on-one private client relationships. My affiliate link is in the show notes. I would love it if you'd give it a trial run and see if you'd like it. And if you do, let me know. If you have any questions, as always, reach out. So I guess my whole life has been right leading up to this point. I believe that we are all um, on a path, on a journey, and everything is comes into our field and comes into our life for a reason. Um, but so even to back up a little bit further, I had um, kind of like some traumatic things happen to me in my childhood. And, you know, so I feel like I, I didn't really grow up with the best tools to deal with life in general. And I grew up kind of like a people pleaser and just always like searching for that validation. And I hadn't really found myself or knew who I was. And so when it came time, like I did all the things standard by the book that you're supposed to, I went to school, I got good grades. I participated in sports and extracurricular things. I chose a career that I thought was going to make me good money, which is what I thought was success right at that point. And so I chose to go into engineering. So I'm an engineer by trade and I went through engineering school and then I spent 15 years practicing engineering in the field. And I say all these things like I am, I am proud of my work as an engineer. And I do feel like I have an an engineering troubleshooting mindset to just approaching life in general. Um, So it did help prepare me for where I am now, but it just was no longer aligned with my soul and my soul's purpose. And I really feel that like I spent, you were talking about how masculine the field is, you know, engineering is very, not just masculine in a sense that there's a lot of men there, but masculine in the sense that it's very data driven, very predictable input equals output just very like controlled scientific type of environment. And it just no longer was aligned with my inside. So I talked about, I had started my healing journey about about 15 years ago now. And I kind of look at my life now and when I analyze it, it was like I spent 
that 15 years, like working on my insides and working on embracing and shifting over into my feminine and healing the feminine side of myself, part of myself. And so by the time that it came time for me to shift from engineering into birth work, it was more like the outside was catching up with the inside, so to speak. And so I you know, I just felt I had I, my births of my children. So I have a six-year-old and an almost four-year-old. And those births, like I said, mentioned before, they completely transformed my life. And I think from there, the seed of birth work and serving women was planted. And, you know, I went through, there was a series of events that happened that kind of pushed me on this next spiritual awakening, so to speak, a couple of years ago. And out of that came, what am I doing with my life? And I'm, I'm not serving my life's purpose. And so then I did a lot of soul searching and kept coming back to birth. And this is why I'm here today. This and my doula, <laughs> I always give her credit because she was the one that, she was that one person that when I needed the validation, like, this is what I want to do. What do you think? She was like, all in. She was like, Danette, you have it. Go for it. I will mentor you. I will be standing in your corner. And she like brought me into the fold of the business and, you know, helped guide me and show me the right direction. And all you have to do with me is just show me a direction. And then I'm off and running like 200%. <laughs> so you are, and that's, I thoroughly enjoy that about working with you, but also just you as a friend, you know, I, and it's not to bash anybody who's at a different pace or that, you know, doesn't always function like that. You know, I have a lot of people close in my life who, don't really want to move or make change right now. And that's okay. I still love them. We can still love them for where they are. And that's, that's just their journey. Um, it's also really fun for me because I'm, we're, we're alike in that sense. You know, I'm very, set me on my path and I'm off. Um, and I've seen that with you. So it's been six months of basically talking every day, but probably eight months of really like beginning to move into stuff. And it's really cool as a mentor coach, it doesn't always happen, you know, but it is really cool to be trusted and let in at the level that I felt like you let me in at early, considering we haven't yet met in real life. I mean, that's happening. We're going to in three weeks. I know, like a couple of weeks and this is happening. Today is January 3rd and you're coming to the retreat. So anybody who hasn't booked a retreat ticket, I think you have like two seconds to book a retreat ticket if you want to yep. hang out with your water. But it was really cool to be let in like that. And then also to, when we talk through things and I would present reflections, ideas, things for you to respond to, right? And then to see you like sort through it and pick the thing that feels good and take off, you know? And then the next time we talk, you're like, did it. Okay, let's do this next. And it, it's so fun. You know, I'm a projector, so I like to be invited. You like to have stuff to respond to. So it's this dance and it's it's really cool. It's really fun. And then seeing the progress that occurs so quickly for somebody who is like, I've had those catalyst moments that sucked. I've had that moment of like, what am I doing with my life? I've had that moment of deciding. And now I'm like, F it. Like, we're just keep it. We're going to keep moving, keep moving. Um, there's no turning back now, you know, and it's, it's very cool. Okay. Can I share how many, we kind of already said it. So you were going to share anyway, publicly. So Danette in just over a year has been to 22 births. And can I tell people and like- supported one fertility client. Oh uh, yeah. And a fertility client. Yeah. 
I think a lot of people who think of me, think of me as like a social media content person, like teach me how to do content or podcasts. And that's great. I don't mind teaching it because I feel like I know what I'm doing when it comes to, you know, creating some content and podcasting. Um, I've been doing it for a while. We have never done social media content together. Like that's no. never been our thing. You have virtually not touched social media in terms of business for the whole time we've worked together. And your business has grown if we did like a percentage, I don't, we don't even know because we haven't ran any numbers. Cause I, I'm some, I'm, you know, me and my past life was also a very numbers driven world, but these days I'm like, ah, you know, it's fine. Like, yeah, it was a 22 birth. That's 22 families that let me in in this way, but I haven't, we haven't run the numbers, but like to look at the growth without social media, right? Like that's also super cool. So anybody who's listening, who feels like, oh my God, I have to be on Instagram to get clients. Not true. You don't. No. And I'll speak to that a little bit. Like, so I said, I'm going to plug you a little bit just because and I'm going to try to not get emotional. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I am very grateful for you because you have changed. You have helped me so much per personally, professionally, um, Yes, I have not done any social media <laughs> whatsoever. And, but, so I just did, and I, I shared with you and I'll share with everybody else. I just did a closeout of 2023 and I made a list of like all the things that I've done since I was working with you. Like so much of it. And this is, I know what a good, uh, what part of your foundation is when you work with your clients. Like so much of what we did was not, do this thing, follow this algorithm, do this sales funnel, post this shit on media or sorry, social media or whatever it is. It was more about, this is how we shift your thinking. This is how we shift your, like your soul. Like this is how we, this is how you learn to trust yourself and your inner guidance system, your inner guidance system. Like, like you were saying, like you would propose solutions or you're just, you're my out of the box thinker right? Like you have always, since I met you, you were like, oh, you're going to have a book and you're going to be on TV and you're going to be like so many things that I never thought that, I mean, I haven't done all those things yet, but I do believe you can see them, but it's like, you have thrown, you through, you think, and you see me in such an out of the box way. It's helped me to bust out of that, out of my, you know, just with blinders on, I only see myself doing this and this, and that's it. And you, you, you've always like, set or given me all these different options, but then also taught me how to feel and do what's best for me. I've learned how to slow down, right? I've learned in throughout the months and working with you, like that I don't have to always be producing. Like that whole concept of last summer of let, let, let's walk your business instead of run it, right? Like that to me changed my whole life, you know, because coming from corporate America into, you know, being an entrepreneur and owning my own business, I very much had this mentality that like, I have to produce, 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 produce one thing onto the next, onto the next. And within a matter of like, I just quit my engineering job at the end of June of this year, last year, actually, you know, in a matter of like three or four months, I was on the verge of burnout. Like I was on the verge of just feeling so overwhelmed. Like I had to do all these things and I had it all lined up and what I needed to accomplish because that's what I thought was important. And I learned from you that like my value is not measured by my productivity. 
And I just, so thank you for that. Right. It allowed me to like slow down and really choose and pick like the most bang for my buck tasks or the most, the things that were most valuable or like most close to near and dear to my heart. And like, what are my purposes? And I look back at like, when I first started working with you, we made a list of like the three things that I wanted to accomplish while I worked with you. And I mean, as of tomorrow, I'm going to pretty much have all three of those things. So I ran my first workshop, my first in-person workshop. I'm creating a podcast. I am starting to create childbirth education curriculum. It's just, I've hit all of those check boxes. And I never thought that was going to be possible in like six to eight months. Like I was like, yeah, we'll just like dream really big here. Um, but yeah, most importantly, you've like taught me how to trust my inner guide. I'm more tapped into my intuition now. Your energy healing modalities that you've done with me have shifted so many blocks and changed so many things in my life. And I believe in my kid's life because we've done a lot of the energy work together with them. And we did an energy clearing on my house and my business. And we've done a visioning session. When you my <laughs> All of the things. I'm like clearing everything. And I just feel that it's really just opened up and created space for me to really step into my power and show up as my true authentic self. And like I had the biggest block, these people will probably not believe it, me talking to you as a, as we are right now. Like I had the hugest block about being uh, live on social media or showing up in this way. Like I'm fine building a website or I am really good face-to-face, person-to-person, but I had this huge block about putting myself out there. I was afraid of like judgment and persecution and, you know, just saying the wrong thing or, you know, my peers like disregarding me about some content that I said that wasn't true or I don't know, like, and I worked through all of that with you and here I am getting ready to launch my podcast. And like, that just speaks volumes for the work that we've done together. I don't know. I've probably have, I have not said even a little bit of all the good things that have happened since working with you. And I'm just grateful. Just so you know, I'm going to watch this episode at least weekly. (laughs) (laughs) because that felt so good what a gift thank you for that thank you you're welcome god i i mean yeah yeah i'm i'm working on maintaining i know right um you know it was like the first couple months i remember when you were like burning out and you were like i just i have no room on my calendar for anything else i've got this and then that right after and that right after and that right after it and i think it was october where we were like whoa okay breaks and we kind of it was like september october you were like we got to we got to figure something out with my schedule because it's too much it's all too much and i remember like going week by week like okay this week we're going to try this let's pare it down pare it down and then in october your inquiries went like, like, oh yeah. I wanted to speak to that about the growth of my business. I, yeah, it was as soon as I let go of worrying about, cause I had no backlog after September and you're right. Then I, I had this little breakdown and I had this recalibration period where I like reset, restructured some things. I gave myself permission to take some space and to not put out the next workshop right away and to not, you know, drive hard forward to do X, Y, Z. And that space then 
opened me up for really some pretty massive growth. So right now I'm booked through May. I have one client in June. So I'm taking clients right now, June and on, which for me, booking that far out in advance, I have never done that before. I am now moving into my first office space. So I'm renting office space in a in a local, amazing a holistic life community in Wakefield, Mass. If you're a local, come check us out. I'm starting to have office space there two days a week to see my clients in-house as opposed to spending all this time driving around. And even though I love going to my clients' homes, like I have to make a sustainable business for myself. So this first part of 2024 is all about sustainability. And so that is a piece of the puzzle. I'm going to be running more regular workshops. They have a space for me to do that. So I'm going to be doing that. I'm going to be creating my childbirth education curriculum um, concurrently with the podcast. So these are all the new things that I have up and coming in the first part of 2024. Your client meetups too. Oh, oh, and I'm starting a mom's group. Thank you for reminding me. So I'm going to bring all of my prenatal and postnatal clients. So anybody who has ever been a client of mine is getting invited and anybody who's a current client of mine, and I'm putting them all together in a container And we're going to meet once a month virtually on a weekend so that it's accessible to my working moms, back to work moms. And we are just going to share and no agenda, just organically sharing and seeing what comes up. It only takes two people to have a meeting. So as long as there's two people, we're running the meetings. But I imagine it's going to grow. I have this really strong desire, like where do I see myself going in the next couple of years? Maybe my five-year plan is I see myself building a community for women that supports them all, like we said, all across the whole perinatal journey from preconception, prenatal, postnatal, like, but very much focused on healing, right? So I envision myself, and when we did our visioning session of like, what does your business look like? I envision myself having a physical space, even though I know that you're very geared towards online stuff. Like this just shows everybody like, you can do anything with Nicole. You, you, she's she's flexible. We, we work on everything. But I have this vision of being in person, this in-person space where people can just come to heal and to feel empowered and to learn everything that there is to learn about birth and postpartum support and how to you know support to move on past that. So I see healers, energy healers, a mixed with perinatal professionals, right? Or joining like people that have both of those qualities. So I see myself having this full space where it can be like just a full community for mm-hmm. our, for women um, to support them. So that's my big vision as long with the podcast and things like it. And I will continue to be rallying on the state, the steps of the state house and uh, building local birth centers. I'm part of a community, a coalition here that's working on building a new birth center in Eastern Massachusetts Um, because I that has just been near and dear to my heart uh, for a couple of years now. So I'm not going to stop doing that. And I also believe that we're just going to see where it goes. I think there's so many things that are going to come into my field I don't even know exist, right? And I think the whole point of it is just to be open and willing to receive whatever that looks like, right? So I think every, every morning I wake up and I'm like, all right, universe, like, take me where you want me to go. Show me what you want me to see. Tell me what you want me to say and to whom. And I just, and then open myself up to all the endless possibilities. And then I get people like you coming into my life and people like 
you know, the office space just showed up. I wasn't looking for an office space. It just popped up into my life. And I believe in divine timing. And I think the hardest part is being patient and waiting for it. But it's- I agree, especially as a one line. You know, we both have that one line. And for me, it's like, I have to tinker with it and make the plan sometimes. You know, it's like when the coffee's brewing, I'm the person who's like, is it in there? Is it is it done? Is it brewed? Is it, is it brewed? And that's not- necessarily not needed to have the coffee in the in the coffee pot at the end of the brew cycle you know you can just relax lean back kick back sit down and let the coffee brew and let it unfold and that was like my biggest lesson personally for 2023 was not tinkering with everything and letting things unfold because like you said sometimes the thing that's coming is even better than what you were trying to create Yes. What your mind thought. See, the mind is cool, but the mind can also be a little bit limiting. And so when you release the reins and let the magic happen, again, you're taking yourself out of the box and you are opening up to more and just letting things unfold. But that's not always easy for people like us and anybody who's listening, who happens to be a fellow one line. It's not an easy thing to just let things unfold. Oh, it's It's such a mind screw. But I knew that this was one of the important lessons for me personally this year. Like I knew I had to learn how to do this to be able to experience more because otherwise I was at a plateau Mm -hmm. because my brain was trying to force everything into boxes, certain boxes and tinker with things. You know, it's not like I don't tinker and work on things that I enjoy. I do, but you know, it's, yeah, it's different. It's hard to explain without giving an example, but when you overthink and try to overplan and push and force something to happen the way you think it should happen, then it can be a little bit of a limiting and disappointing experience if it doesn't occur the way you thought it would. That is the lesson that I've learned. And that's also like tying it back to birth. That exact statement is on point for birth as well, right? We come into it and I think so many people want to control it and they think that they can manipulate it, change the outcome. If I do this, then I can get this. And even for me, like shifting from engineering into doula work, like birth work, I had to learn that for myself. Like I came into it thinking, oh, well, we'll just do this and we'll get this outcome. And so I had to learn for myself as well. And now that's what I'm bringing to my clients. And that's what you said you've learned this year. And I think that we've learned that together at the same time. So it's it's all about letting go of control. Doesn't birth have so many... Um, perfect parallels to entrepreneurship. Like there's so many examples that you can take lessons from birth. Birth has like the most incredible life lessons. That's why I do these business birth stories because you're telling the story of the birth of your business, but there's just so many parallels. And it's, it's one of those things that I I think I'll always want to talk about and come back to, I can't let go of birth, even though I'm not I don't do childbirth education anymore. I don't do any virtual deal. Not really. I don't do that much anymore unless it's like talking with a close friend, Um, but I can never really let it go. I always want to stay in the, in the conversation and be part of the conversation. I just help in a different way, right? Like I'm doing a different piece now. And eventually your, your expressions are going to grow and expand beyond like when we met and you started and you were like, okay, I'm doing birth support and you've already started to 
yes. about little bit pieces that God and the universe lay out in front of you that morning. I really like that. The way I used to say that was guide me to the next piece, guide me to the next step. And I just, I trust I'm always guided. I trust that it's clear. I trust that it's obvious and you, you show me what to do and I'll do it. Because when you reach that point where you're like, what am I doing with my life? And you have those rough catalyst experiences, rough or good, right? It could be a really crummy catalyst experience or a really amazing, powerful, you know, birth experience. So whatever the catalyst was after that, you're, you're changed, you're forever changed. And for me, it was like, I give less and less Fs after that, after those experiences, I'm like, show me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. scary. Okay. I'm going to do it anyway. Now I'm, I have guided healing meditations on my podcast. Five years ago, I would have said, you're out of your mind if you ever consider someone like me to do something like that. Absolutely not. And here we are. Here's to doing the scary. Absolutely. Yes. The scary shit. (laughs) For me, it's the podcast. Like that's when my most scariest thing to put out. And it's not out yet. I'm targeting spring of this year. I'm already starting to work behind the scenes on getting some episodes Because for me, it's a little daunting to put out something once a week or even once every other week. So I want to have a couple of things in the bank before I start rolling some stuff out so that I can give myself space. And I'm excited to see where I go to with the healing because I know that I have some energy work capabilities that have not quite been harnessed yet. And I know that I'm intuitive, right? I intuitively know and feel what my clients need when we're working together And I tailor the message I'm giving or the information I'm giving based on what I hear that they need to hear. And so I'm excited to see where that unfolds for me this year as well. I'm going to be putting out some subliminal audios starting for my clients. I'm super expensive project also that I'm going to be working on. There's so many possibilities. I highly recommend people connect with you. You might not get much out of her on social media, but that's Danette. I mean, you have me at it was early on when we first started talking and you were like, I love how you're like F social media. <laughs> yes. And I was like, yeah, for somebody who teaches social media, you're right. I am. Cause it's not like I only teach social media, but I was like, I love that. I love that somebody sees me so much that she can recognize that while I enjoy social media and sometimes I enjoy creating content for social media, I'm also like F social media. And you are testament to that, like you're the way you have built your business. I remember one time a while back when you said something like, I just, I need to get on social media and it felt pressury. And I remember feeling like, why do you need to? Your in-person stuff is so powerful. And I haven't even been in person with you yet. That's coming so soon. But I see what happens and how you light up, even just through Voxer, after you leave in-person networking events. And I'm like, no, I don't think you actually need to be on social media at all if you don't want to. Use it as a place where you just tell people what you're doing. If you have yeah. something you want to share with them, that's all. You, it's a broadcast. Use it yeah. as a broadcast. You don't have to create. You don't have to jump around and sing and dance on reels and voiceovers. You don't have to do any of that. Um, yeah, that won't be A lot of ways to market and grow your business. It's, it's energetics. It's energy first. And you lead with your energy, no matter how you do it, how the universe decides to connect you with, that's what it is, is you're leading energy first, right? And the universe is going to bring to you the easiest way that it can get to you, the people that are meant to work with you. And for you, it's your in-person stuff. Not mm-hmm. to say that social media will never help you. Maybe it will at one point, but that's where it can connect with you. You're not enjoying being on social media. Sometimes I enjoy it. So I will get communication through social media. I enjoy my podcast. So I meet people like you through the podcast. The universe is just trying to find the way to get the people to, I believe, right, firmly. And I see it over and over again. Like you said, in one minute, 
you were like, that's my person. And I've experienced that too. I'll hear them. I don't need them to sell me. I don't need them to create a video every day. I don't need all that. Yeah. It's the one thing. Or if it's in person, I meet them in person. I'm like, that's the one, you know, and you know. So it's really inspiring, I think, because a lot of people are so over social media. And then really, you know, not knowing what social media is going to look like. Who knows, right? Like we don't know what so so putting all your eggs in the social media basket mm-hmm. is a little tricky too. But I don't think in person is ever going to truly go away, right? Um, not in my business. <laughs> no, no, I mean I do provide virtual support, so I am open to like. So how can people connect with me that are local to me? I do provide virtual support, um, virtual doula support. I provide virtual education, prenatals. We do it all like this on on uh, video. Um, but I am creating that virtual childbirth education content that by the end of the year, hopefully we'll be able to purchase an entire complete package solution for childbirth education from a physiological birth perspective. And then you'll have the podcast soon. So there are going to be up and coming ways to connect with me virtually as well as in person, but in person is definitely my jam. And that's just how I love to show up. Yeah, I'm going to share your information, your uh, website, your socials, so people can hang out with you and connect with you. Is there anything else that you want to share with everybody about what you're most excited about for this year, perhaps? I'm most excited about creating the sustainable business, making things more sustainable for myself. I am super excited for the podcast. Once I put it out there, I'm going to get on a roll and then you guys aren't going to be able to stop me from talking. I I think that's going to happen because I'm a huge talker. So the name of my company, I don't even think I ever said it. Um, I'm a mother is born. And so I believe that it's not just about the babies. I think the moms get forgotten. But every time a baby is born, so is the mother. Uh, so we're about, you know, birthing mothers here. And so you can find me at a mother is born birthing.com. And then in the show notes, Nicole will put all my other links to find me. And when the podcast comes out, I'm going to be sharing it on my social media channels. She's not going to be like huge on social media with it, but I am going to share it to social media. So when it comes out, I will share it too. I'll Uh, put it on my soul. That's the only way reason I'm going to use social media. I think it's to just broad, like you said, like a broadcast. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll broadcast my, my podcast there. Um, Yeah. I'm thrilled. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah. I'm so glad that you were able to do this. I know it was kind of last minute, but thank you. Thank you, Nicole. And I will talk to you soon. I'll see you soon.